When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Pure Evil. I'm a man back in the studio. Well, as you can tell, it's not my actual studio. I've been making some changes. That's a story for a different day. If you're going to tune into the podcast, you can check that out. But you know what? I was thinking today when I woke up this morning, I was like, it's been a weird 2017. Last year, 2016, there were so many great fights to go through when we got to the end of the year show. And we're about halfway, a little over halfway through the year. And I was trying to think back like, what fights really stick out this year? So I wanted to ask you guys, and I wrote a couple of them down here. There's actually a bunch of them that really, uh, you know, as I look back at some of the roster, some of the events that we had this year, um, a couple of fights stood out. But, you know, I wanted to ask you guys what you really thought about 2017 so far. There hasn't been really any standout fights, not really any standout events. There's been a couple of good cards, like, in whole, but... For the most part, nothing really sticks out. I mean, last year, UFC 205 was absolutely amazing. Uh, You know, we even did the recap of 2016, and I rewatched the Cody Nola versus Dominic Cruz fight, and I really think that was one of the best fights ever, especially for that division, without a doubt. There's no doubt in my mind for uh, the bantamweight division. So we're going to be reviewing a couple of the fights uh, that really stood out to me this year. I got a couple of them written down, but... The reason why I really brought this up was because the Justin Gaethje versus Johnson fight. Now, there's a lot of people who are saying that could be fight of the year. I thought it was definitely so far fight of the year, but why? Why has it been fight of the year? So I had to ask myself, you know, what makes fight of the year? Well, going into it, not only the fight has to be exciting, but the buildup to the fight has to be exciting. So World Tears of Fighting, as they were, you know, closing down, they had three champions come over to the UFC which included uh, David Branch, included Marlon Morales, protege of Frankie Edgar, and then, of course, Justin Gaethje, who trains right, uh, trains alongside Josh Culliver Copeland. He trains with uh, he trains with a bunch of big guys, so to say. Out of all of those three guys, I was like, wow, these they're really matching them up at the top of the top. But Justin Gaethje, he was going in there, and I've got to see a couple of his fights live, especially at World Series of Fighting in New York City, New Year's Eve. He takes a lot of shots and he just puts his head down and he comes forward. Of course, that's going to lead to an exciting fight, but I had to ask myself, you know, he's coming to the UFC. He's going to be fighting with the big dogs. He needs to bring something to the table. So it this worked for him, which is actually surprising. He came to the UFC and just goes, I want to get knocked out. Match me up with somebody that's going to knock me out. I've had 17 fights, 16, 17 fights so far. I've had 14 wins by knockout. It's time for me to go into the UFC. You guys are all saying that this is the C League over at World Series of Fighting. It, matter of fact, when I interviewed Justin Gaethje it's last year around this time, I told him, I was like, dude, you're World Series of Fighting champion. There's a lot of organizations asking about you. You know, your contract could be up soon. You know, when are you thinking about moving up? And he looked at me and goes, what's moving up in MMA? He's like, I'm making a great paycheck here at World Series of Fighting. I'm getting paid as, uh, as much as I think anyone else would really pay me. And not this is what stood out, this sentence right here. Not all of the best talented fighters 
are in the UFC. You know, and I had a lot of people message me and be like, I don't, I don't know about that. You know, you usually see somebody whose contract rides out they're on a three-fight losing streak. They'll go over World Series of Fighting or a Bellator. But Justin Gaethje, man, he really stood out with that sentence. And he proved himself when he got in there against Michael Johnson. Now, even Michael Johnson was saying, you were fighting over at the C-League. You don't know what you're in for. You're fighting with the big dogs. Well, he came over and he put on a very exciting fight. And what made it exciting was how he went about it, how he kind of promoted it to the way of, knock me out. I want to get knocked out. And the fans absolutely go crazy for stuff like that. So there are some people out there like, what was so special about that fight? Well, the buildup was special about the fight. Not only that, Michael Johnson, he's a great athlete. He's a very technical fighter. Uh, he's been fighting some of the top-ranked guys for a while now, even though out of the last five fights, he's only won one at this point. But, you know, honestly, he proved a lot in that fight, saying that not all the best talent is in the UFC. So that was one of the fights that definitely stood out. Of course, it's fresh in everyone's mind. So let's look back at some of the other exciting fights that have gone down so far this year. Honestly, another fight that was pretty recent, it wasn't that long ago, it was back in July, Showtime Pettis versus Miller. Versus Jim Miller. Jim Miller is a son of a bitch. And that's a tough division. Well, Showtime Pettis, we were all worried about him. He wasn't himself. He wasn't loose. He was going to match up a lot of wrestlers just getting really smothered. Wasn't able to perform to his best. You know, he, he moved. But honestly, we got to see Showtime back in action and feeling it. So I was really excited about that fight. Not to mention, he had a fight where he submitted uh, Oliveira off of his back. At that moment, you know, I was like, is he going to stay at this weight class? I didn't like it there. You know, the Max Holloway versus Pettis fight. Max Holloway beats him, gets the interim title, goes on to get Mac, uh, the Jose Aldo fight, which I'm going to bring up in a second. But Showtime Pettis versus Miller, that was a very exciting fight to me. Let me know what you guys think about that. Of course, that was a unanimous decision, but just the, the way that Showtime was fighting there, bringing back, going back to his roots, I was excited for that. So that's definitely a fight that stood out for me. Let me open up the chat room, see what's going on there. And then I cannot forget about Glover Teixeira going up against Alexander Gustafson. Now, after Gustafson fought John Jones Bones, there was a lot of people saying that, that was the best fight they ever seen. Well, Gustafson, for a little while, he thought that he was going to retire. I'm happy that he didn't. He goes in there against Glover Teixeira, who's another tough guy who's been at the top for so long, fights and trains over here at uh, over in Connecticut. But round after round, the uppercuts that Alexander Gustafson was landing on Glover Teixeira was absolutely beautiful. These guys were going back and forth. And then to top it off, he asked his fiance to marry him. That's another fight that stood out to me this year. Another amazing knockout for uh, Glover or uh, for Alexander Gustafson. Another stickout fight: Derek Lewis versus Travis Brown. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are probably going to say this to me. Well, Travis Brown, he's on like a five-fight losing streak right now, or four-fight losing streak. So, what's really that special about it? Well, in the first round, Derek Lewis was in a lot of trouble. Let's not forget the kicks of Travis Brown were really doing damage. And there was one point in that fight where Derek Lewis was grabbing his gut. We thought it was all over for him. We were like, oh my God, Travis Brown is making a comeback. Travis Brown is back. Well, what happens? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Derek Lewis makes an amazing comeback. He's hurt. He's beaten, but he's not giving up. He knows that he needs to get this win. He's been riding the ladder all the way up. There's been so many people doubting him. He has to get past Travis Brown, especially with all the shit that he was talking uh, about Ronda Rousey and, and also saying that he was taking this fight to back up. Uh, you know, anyone out there that beats women is just an absolute scumbag. So he really wanted to prove a point and put a beating on Travis Brown, which he did. So that's another standout fight to me that happened so far this year. There was a couple of fights with Derek Lewis that happened this year, but this next one I have to bring up, Mark Hunt versus Derek Lewis. Now, this did not go the right way for Derek Lewis. Matter of fact, he even said that he was thinking about retiring, which we later found out that isn't going to happen. Mark Hunt, man, he had some beef with the UFC. He had the past couple of fights were all matched up with former PED users, former people that used you know steroids or whatever. You know, they, they weren't testing clean. So he, he got the short end of the stick. He was complaining about it, especially the Brock Lesnar fight, which he's absolutely pissed about. And he spoke up about it. And there was one thing that really stood out about this fight. Could have been the last fight for Mark Hunt in the UFC if he lost against Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is going out, wiping everybody out at this moment. Well, he packs it down and he gets the win. I thought that was another amazing fight that we had so far this year. Uh, let's not forget about the women here. Joanna Young Jajak versus Jessica Andrade. Another very exciting fight. It went the distance, but there was a couple of moments in that fight where Joanna Young Jajak was rocked. She got in trouble and was able to weather the storm, ride it out, and use her Muay Thai to really stretch it out, get the unanimous win over Jessica Andrade. Before this fight, there was a lot of people that were rooting for Jessica, thought that Joanna's run was over. Ever since Jessica Andrade changed weight divisions, was just sweeping through her opponents, uh, another standout fight that she was in was against uh, uh, Angela Hill. Another great fight. Coming over from Invicta, Hill was making her debut, really needed a win in the UFC. She didn't have a win yet. This is her second time there. Well, she did a great job, but Jessica Andrade just looked like an absolute monster. And there was a couple of people that were worried about Joanna Young Jacek. I knew that she was going to get this win. I knew it was probably going to go to decision, but Jessica Andrade, make no doubt about it. Every time this girl is matched up against anybody, it's an exciting fight. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next with her. This whole division is exciting. Who's going to dethrone Joanna Young Jacek? Claudia Gadella hasn't been able to do it. Are they really going to match her up again with her soon? I don't think so. What's going to be next? Well, of course, this past weekend, who did we just have fight? Oh, God. Oh, I'm drawing the biggest blank right now. Let me look back at my notes. Holy shit. Uh, Cynthia Calvillo going up against JoJo Calderwood. Now, I'm not saying that was one of the fights of the year, but match Calvillo up. She's, she's definitely working her way up to the top. She's going to get that chance sometime soon. Maybe they're going to match up with Carla Sparza, maybe Tisha Torres. I don't know. Definitely plan on that girl giving us some more action here in 2017. I'm looking forward to it. Yoana Young Jacek versus Jessica Andrade. I had to put that down. What else do we got here? Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse submitting Wilson Hayes. 
I thought that was another very exciting fight. Something that you don't usually see. It just shows us that he is just such a dominating fighter. To submit a black belt. It was embarrassing for Hayes. But he got the win. He did it in an amazing fashion. What's next for him? Yeah, another fighter that doesn't get the credit that he really deserves. Fight that no one's really been talking about. And I can't wait to, for him to make his return. The Korean zombie who was away for a few years doing a service over in, in Korea. You know, they had to, uh, you know, he had to take care of some business. But he was going up against Dennis Bermudez who was going to be fighting this weekend at UFC Long Island. Not many people knew what to expect. Was he going to have cage rust? Dennis Bermudez, he's always bringing the fight. He's always ready. He's a very well-rounded fighter. How is he going to match up? against the Korean Zombie. How is the Korean Zombie going to look against Dennis Bermudez? Well, he shocked the world that night, getting a, a beautiful knockout. I forget what it what it was. I think it was an uppercut or a left hook or a right hook. But he got the knockout. That was absolutely beautiful. I'm definitely putting that on my list. And as we get to the end, I'm going to give it the top five fight of the year in 2017. And guys, you know, there's a lot of people saying it hasn't been the much of an exciting year. But as I look back and I was reminding myself of some of the fights that we've had it hasn't been half bad I mean a lot of the talk so far really has been McGregor versus Mayweather so I do understand that not much really going on in the chat room here then we had Overeem versus Mark Hunt I thought that was another exciting fight what else do we got in here Valentina Shevchenko making her title run once again but she had to get past Juliana Pena now, there was some beef going on before this, which is another reason why this is an exciting fight, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Before this, Juliana Pena was showing no credit, really undermining Valentina Shevchenko, saying, who is that? She doesn't deserve a fight with me, even though Valentina was ranked higher than her. Juliana Pena, she wanted Ronda Rousey. She wanted, she wanted the top dogs. Well, Valentina Shevchenko, I think she was coming off the beautiful win over Holly Holm. I was exciting. I was at the edge of my seat. You know, Valentina Shevchenko, ever since she had that loss last year against Amanda Nunes, and it's a shame that fight hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen soon. Going into that fight, there was a lot of people that were nervous. You know, they didn't know what was going to really happen. Who would have expected Valentina Shevchenko to submit Juliana Pena? Valentina was in trouble. She was on her back. Juliana was right on top of her. And she gets the submission. Another standout fight. Shogun Hua versus John Vellante. Had to mention that one. Uh, Shogun Hua having a rough, rough year. Rough past couple of years. You know, you could say he's not what he used to be. You know, at one point in time, he was one of the most dangerous men on the planet, in my opinion. Fighting out of Brazil. But that fight, he really gave it his all. Really pushed forward. And the crowd behind him, just the energy there, really made for a great fight. That was all the way back in March. That's another standout fight. Uh, shout out to John Vellante, who's going to be fighting this weekend. Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin the Diamond. Now, this fight ended, unfortunately, with an illegal knee from Eddie Alvarez. But this is a fight that I have to see before 2017 is over. It was one of the most exciting fights I've seen so far this year. Back and forth. Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin Diamond. It doesn't get better than that. But there was breaking news this week that Ultimate Fighter Season 26 is going to be coached by Eddie Alvarez and the man we talked about at the beginning of the show, Justin Gaethje. Now, is that a good idea? You know, Justin Gaethje is in the limelight right now. He put on 
what could probably be called the best fight of 2017 so far. So why should we have to wait six more months to see him fight again? Well, matching up against Eddie Alvarez, yeah, it's an exciting fight. I really wish they just ran it back to Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin the Diamond fight. That's what we wanted to see. You know, it's a great idea, Tough 26, to have those two guys coaching, but they're not even that big of names. Who's going to really tune in for that? The Ultimate Fighter's been having not the best of luck. I mean, it's a staple in our sport, but right now you need some superstars to be coaching that fight. I don't know. It's going to be an exciting fight. I don't know how the coaching is going to go. I don't know. That's going to be an exciting fight. I'm looking forward to it, but come on. Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin Diamond. Run that one back. That is definitely one of the standout fights so far this year. Some of you guys might get mad at this next one. Cub Swanson versus Artem Labov. Now you might ask me, why am I putting that on here? Artem shouldn't have even been in that fight. Well, Cub Swanson really made a great turnaround ever since he had that loss to Max Holloway. He's making his climb all the way back to the top. I'll never forget his WEC days. One of the most exciting fighters, in my opinion. Fortunately, last time he fought Jose Aldo, flying knee ended in about seven seconds. You guys can go on YouTube, watch that fight again. But every time Cub Swanson's in there, you get nervous because he does this weird stuff. where He, he takes shots and he eats shots, but somehow he's always coming back. He definitely got 2016's fight of the year. Uh, in my opinion, against the uh, Korean Superboy. But I had to put that on the list. That fight was back in April. Another exciting fight. So mentioning that weight division, it wouldn't be right if I didn't mention Max Holloway versus Jose Aldo. Now, there was a lot of people looking at Jose Aldo, judging him from that Conor McGregor fight, which really isn't fair because that fight ended in 13 seconds. You really can't judge anything. If you look at Jose Aldo's career in whole, He's a legend. He's an absolute legend in the featherweight division. The only champion the featherweight division ever had in the UFC up until that fight with Conor McGregor. Even after that fight, he had a great performance against Frankie Edgar, who was on a, an amazing win streak himself, knocking out Chad Mendes in the first round International Fight Week 2016. Or was that 2015? I it blows my mind. Uh, but Jose Aldo, he was doing great in the first and second round, but Max Holloway was able to taunt him, get him to play his game. Max Holloway gets the win. Another very exciting fight. The young gun gets the win. He's on a 10-fight win streak, and he takes out a legend like Jose Aldo. Wouldn't it be right if we didn't mention that in our 2017 top fight of the year? Now, here's one that some of you guys might have forgotten about, and he's fighting this weekend. Elkins versus Mursad Bektik. This is definitely comeback of the year so far, in my opinion. Let me know what you guys think on Twitter at Pure Evil on the Night. He's going to be fighting this weekend. This guy, you know, if you have a conversation with him, you're like, oh my God, how many times did he get hit in the head? But he's an absolute war. He's always pushing the pace, always coming forward. When you think it's all over, he gets up and he finishes the fight. Well, in that fight, Definitely comeback of the year, in my opinion. He was getting absolutely mauled in the first and second. I have no idea how he even made it out of the second round. But in the third round, he just kept going at it, bit down, pushed forward, got a nice head kick, and then finished it with a TKO, taking out Mursad Bektik. Absolutely shocking the crowd. One of the best fights so far, or comebacks, in my opinion, this year, despite the damage tattoo that he's got. I mean, I think that's pretty silly, but he does take a lot of damage in his fights. And he's always putting on an exciting fight. This is a guy that was going to retire as well. Proving that you should never give up on your dreams. Even when times are getting hard, never give up. Never tap out. And when you do tap out, you can always step back in the ring. Oscar, stop to Z. 
So, guys, I want to know what did you think? What was your fight of the year? I'm get, I'm going to rank it right now. Top five. From five to number one. You know, another one I forgot to mention. Ally Quinta making his return. I'm putting that on number five. Ally Quinta taking out the one and only Lionheart. I mean, I don't even feel right calling him the Lionheart. <laughs> I really don't. Oscar, stop to Z, brother. But when he, take out, when he took out Sanchez, that was a great fight. Stop it, bro. Chill out. That was a great fight. That's getting five for me. Number four, Glover Teixeira versus Alexander Gustafsson. Number three, the Korean Zombie versus Dennis Bermudez. Number two, I'm giving that one to Derek Lewis versus Travis Brown. Great comeback there. But my number one fight so far this year, without a doubt, and I know it's fresh in a lot of people's minds, but this is what's been really sticking out, and I guarantee it will stick out as we get towards the end of 2017. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Johnson. That's it, guys. UFC 2017 Fight of the Year. Justin Gaethje taking the cake, in my opinion, making a great debut. Possibly one of the best debuts in UFC history. What did you guys think about it? Let me know on Twitter at Pure Evil MMA. I mean, so many great fights. Even one, some that we didn't even mention here. Uh, Vitor Belfort versus Kelvin Gaslam. He's going to be fighting this weekend against Chris Weidman, who is on a who could be on a four-fight losing streak after this. Can't have that. It's going to be in his own backyard. If Vitor, I mean, if Kelvin Gaslam can get past that, I mean, there's no stopping him. There's no stopping that kid. Uh, Robert Whitaker, we didn't even mention Robert Whitaker yet. He's had some great fights this year against Derek Brunton, his last fight that he just had against Joel Romero. Not really a standout fight, but an exciting one, nonetheless. Rumble Johnson versus DC, another one that we didn't mention here. Rumble retires. That's another thing that stands out about that fight. DC defends the title once again. It, it, it has been a, an okay year. I mean, as, as we look back, and I hope I, I can excite you guys now. Like, we did have a pretty exciting year. I mean, the, it all started with the BJ Penn versus Yair Rodriguez. I mean, that's what really started this whole thing off. Uh, you know, Juliana Pena versus Valentina Shevchenko starting the year off. I mean... Come on, and the way that 2016 ended, Ronda Rousey getting TKO'd in 48 seconds, I believe 48 seconds, by Amanda Nunes, come on. 2017 hasn't been as bad as a lot of people are making it out to be. I hope this refreshed everybody's minds. Let me know what you think. What's your top five fight of the year? Let me know on Twitter at PureEvilMMA and also on my personal page at Evil-Echo. That's E-V-I-L underscore E-C-C-O. Guys, I have an announcement. I'm going to be announcing the giveaway winner for Rick Glenn t-shirt that's going to be airing tonight on iTunes Podbean. I've been editing it. It's been taking me a little while. Um, but definitely check it out. Episode number 46. I spoke with a bunch of guys that are going to be on Lion Fights. Uh, Chip, uh, Chip Pollard. I also spoke with uh, The Reaper. And also UFC Long Islands. How can I forget? Oh my god. Uh, Kyle Bokniak, Kyle Crash Bokniak, he was also on this week's podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe down below here on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, wherever you're watching this here on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. I'm Evil Eddie from Pure Evil MMA, MMA World, and FrontProofMedia.com, and of course, MMA UK. Have a great night, and oh, behave yourselves. <laughs>